everybody i'm here in my underground home studio i i don't know hector actually you know you, you mentioned everick that you knew hector marquez when he came he coined it mm -hmm. the underground studio oh that's his that's what you might want to copyright it because uh, it's all about his bread I'm just you know. <laughs> shots, shots fired hector <laughs> anyway the voice you hear is uh is coach everett gray we're going to talk about his uh you know his his career his playing career his coaching career how do you end up in utah um and also uh break down what all went down and and why is the uh why is the eycl circuit why do we now have a team in utah i think it's great uh so uh i'm excited it's gonna be super fun let's get to the intro music This is the Utah High School Hoops Podcast, your source for sometimes informative, but always entertaining coverage of the Utah High School Hoops scene with your host, Adam Meek. All right, I also have to give an appropriate shout out to my, uh, my child, um, AJ Peak, who did the beat for the intro music. So you can't hear it because it was playing through the computer, but oh, okay. that was pretty fun. Um, anyway, so I am, uh, I've, I've positioned the seats such that I were, were eye level for the conversation, right. Right. but if we were standing up next to each other, uh, Everick, you are, uh, do you, do you, what do you prefer? I call you Everick or coach or it's whatever ever. Most people call me Ev. Okay. Yeah, it's whatever. All right. We'll go, we'll go with Ev, Mr. Gray. No, don't do that. No, no, I don't do that. Okay. <laughs> That's too formal. That's too formal. All right. Uh, well, Ev, I appreciate you coming by here, and uh, it's it's going to be fun. So, um, you know, for those people who might not be familiar with you, because there's a lot of people like me who moved here from, you know, from out of state or uh, who, you know, Utah's growing its population and, and whatnot. So why don't you give a little bit of history of, you know, you can go back to your playing career, mm -hmm. your days at UNLV, if you want to tell, like I had Tim Drisdom on, and he told a fun Rick Majera story. So I'm sure you got some some great uh coach some stories, uh, yeah i do but um you can't tell you, you're gonna start my car every morning for me and, uh, there's still some people that are still alive uh yeah 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 i'm not gonna get into that but i'll tell you some stories but um yeah it was a good experience mom so i don't know if you want me to start off how i got here or plan wise or we can yeah we can talk let's let's start back in um i mean you played for arguably one of if not the greatest college basketball teams of all time yeah. and that's that's a, that's a pretty cool place to start i think there's very few people that can say they played basketball at the level that you did yeah. so why don't you uh why don't you talk a little bit about that here it almost didn't happen I almost went to arizona it was either going to be arizona or georgetown but you gotta a lot of people don't know some people know the story of how i got to unlv is my brother played football at unlv so okay. i was around the program as an 11th year 11 year old 12 year old 13 year old and he played with randall cunningham you probably just a little bit over here oh no i love randall cunningham was one of my favorite quarterbacks i loved mm -hmm. i loved him and uh oh man who was there uh he had chris carter right yeah, with the eagles and eagles. yeah he has a mike quick yeah oh man buyers and stuff but yeah he went to unlv when my, my brother went to with him and icky woods and suge knight i don't know if you know that name but I, Come on, do I know Suge Knight? I could, I could probably bust out the icky shuffle right now if oh I had boy. to. Don't do it. I'm do not it. going to. Because <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was it was a, a very interesting uh, a group of guys. I grew up. Um, Suge was my brother's roommate 
for a little bit and that was very interesting Oof. um but it was a i was i actually went to the first unlv home game at the thomas and mac as a kid so they played georgetown and they beat georgetown but i was at that game as a kid so i grew up around it but tark didn't recruit me like that mm. until i went to a tournament out there he saw me he offered me at halftime but i was on my way to arizona if you know if it didn't work out so what's called which was uh lute olsen there then yeah okay. so <laughs> It's funny. I got another story. So the thing is, I got tons of stories, but um, we got time. Home visit. Um, Lute didn't like Tark. So, so you know, my mom set it up where um, there was a home visit on the same day. Tark came in at like at five and she made sure that they didn't cross paths. So, you know, I think Lute came in around eight, eight, to eight p.m. But I'm almost with Arizona, but he offered me and it worked out and played with some really good guys and we're still friends to this day they got a larry got a, larry has a doc coming out mm. about the the 92 i mean the 90 the 90 season when we won it i was my red shirt year so okay um but i'll be duke in the championship that year yeah that was okay in, that was in denver your hometown yeah at the pepsi center so, yeah uh it was great it was mcnichols arena at the time oh was it i yeah. have no yeah <laughs> yeah you're right it was a Mc, yeah so yeah it was it was great for me to get um Finally, he offered me, and I actually, like I took it. I committed right there on the spot because I knew where I wanted to go. Mm. It's not too far from home, but I didn't want to be at home. So that was my. Um, that's how I got to um, to UNLV, and it was a great run. I played with a bunch of great players. Um, I think I played with six or seven lottery picks. Or no seven, seven NBA, seven, no five lottery picks and seven seven NBA players, including myself. So mm. it was good times and. You know, that team was a pretty cool, 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 cool experience. Yeah. If, I mean, if there's kids watching this and, and you haven't checked out the running Rebels from the early 90s, there's got to be film. I mean, there's film about everything out there. So, mm-hmm. you know, do yourself a favor. Go on, you know, YouTube or I'm sure there's TikTok videos about it. But, right. man, because that was, you know, like we were talking before the show, that was my kind of formative middle school years when you're and I just love basketball. Mm-hmm. then. so. I myself, you know, I watched a, a lot of UNLV games and you had the right. Fab Five and, mm-hmm. you know, Duke was obviously, you know, who's at um, my son over at Judge plays with Steve Wojciechowski's kid. Jack okay. Okay. plays at plays at Judge. So I saw Wojo the other day. Okay. Um, so anyway, yeah, those those were some. Uh, so it was a great time for basketball. Yes. So so you play at UNLV, um, obviously had a, a pro career. Mm-hmm. Um and uh what maybe maybe let me ask you a question about because you you mentioned like i committed on the spot um and we'll we're going to fast forward a little bit and then come back right because it seems like today and you you work with a lot of the highest level kids you're Mm -hmm. coaching at corner canyon now right um you know you've got your program with the rebels you know you know a lot of players here and it was it was it always this like i'm going to stack up my offers and i'm going to have a whole thing or was it like i know where i want to go if i get offered that's what i'm going to do well, the other thing yeah, a lot of people don't know, but I was an All-American football player. Okay. So um, I had a, a – not a dilemma, but I knew I wanted to play basketball. But some of these schools thought I was going to play um, football too. And there was a few football schools that offered me both. You know, all the Pac-12, at that time Pac-10, mm-hmm. offered me football and basketball, except UCLA. But – um yeah, so I decided, you know, at that time, I'm 
I just wanted, I didn't like all the attention. I knew where I kind of want to go. It was either Georgetown, Arizona, UNLV, not in that order, but mainly UNLV. And But he wasn't recruiting me, so I kept my options open. So, um, but, you know, I don't like the, I don't like dealing with a bunch of phone calls. And back then it was phone calls. I couldn't even imagine what they, I know what they go through right now because they tell me all the time with text messages and calls and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. I knew exactly where I wanted to go. And when he offered me, at halftime, we had just played in the semifinals of the Las Vegas Invitational or something, and we just lost to Alonzo Mourning and Sean Kemp team. So I know, Jeez. but we was loaded too. They so. were on a team together. Mm-hmm. Dang. So we just we just lost, but um, but he offered me at halftime, and then as soon as I got back to the Circus Circus, I don't know why we stayed there, but anyway, but we <laughs> stayed there, and uh, I just called my mom and told her I'm going to get commit to UNLV. She already she already knew that. Right. And she didn't care. She just wanted me to be happy. So got it. Deal. Got it. Um, so maybe what, what, because uh, there's probably a whole bunch of stuff in the middle of this, right? But like what brought you to Utah mm-hmm. from, from UNLV? I mean, you're obviously here. So, right. let's talk so about that um, my ex-wife is from here. So she played volleyball at USC. And so, um, as I was playing, you know, she was obviously following me around, but occasionally she'll get a contract playing volleyball wherever I was at because I was in in and out of the NBA and overseas. And um, one day I looked at her. I was like, dude, you got too much education to be following me around. Mm. She was really smart. And um, she had a degree in, in uh, economics from, from USC. So she ended up, we started working, and, and then um, we divorced. I stayed because I was still playing. It's cheaper to stay here. We had moved from Hermosa Beach because we're living in Hermosa Beach. We moved to Salt Lake to be closer to her family. Okay. And so I stayed. And then right after I retired, I got into coaching. And it was weird how I got into it. I wasn't – I didn't want to do anything for a year, right? I just wanted to go travel and chill and um, go to the beaches and hang out for just a year. But then my a, a guy, Isaac Bay – the head, he was a head girls coach at Murray High School. Yep. He's like, hey, I, I need some help. You want to help? And I just kind of got into coaching that way. I knew I wanted to coach, but um, that's how I got into coaching. So I coached girls at Murray for three years. And then I went over to Judge for one year. Okay. Coaching girls. And then I got the head coaching job at Sonoma Academy. Got it. And I was there for eight years. Okay. Yeah. So that's how I usually, that's how I got to, to Utah is because of my ex-wife, ex-volleyball player at USC. Got it. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but you stayed obviously mm-hmm. for, for various reasons, right? I mean, it's, it's, uh, talking to people mm-hmm. through this podcast, it's, it's really remarkable mm-hmm. how m- much Utah loves basketball specifically. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's gyms everywhere. There's a gym in every church. There's a church on every corner. It's, right. I mean, there's a love, there's a love for, for hoops here for sure. I've seen it growing. I, I mean, like, like I said, I got here in 2000. And it's it's getting bigger. I mean, and you got to realize too, Adam. You've been. I live. I grew up in L.A., inner city L.A., so it's much safer. I'm not on edge. I don't have to be on my mirrors all the time when I'm here, except when I go home. But the thing is that in the state of Utah, you know, it's five kids per household, so it's a bunch of good kids to go around to play, and it's a bunch of other programs that do a really good job. And there's a lot of good kids and a lot of people moving in yep. to Utah. So 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, you're in a house when we have five kids. And mm -hmm. <laughs> well, there it is. I told people like once we had five kids, Colorado was like, you got to go. Right. You, you got to get it. You, right. I don't care where you go, but you can't stay here. That's not true. I love you, Colorado. You're mm -hmm. great. Um, well, Ev, well, we're going to uh, go to a, a quick break here, here from my uh, lovely sponsor, Ruby. And we come back. Uh, let's talk a little bit about the Rebels. We can talk about Corner Canyon, how the season's going. Mm -hmm. And uh, and let's hear about this, uh, about the EYCL deal. I know you guys got some tryouts coming up. Right. So mm -hmm. um, I'll give you a chance to promote that. We'll be right back here with Coach Ev Gray after this break. How the heck are you supposed to eat five servings of fruits and vegetables a day? And as a mom, I think I figured it out. Ruby. Ruby is the only way. Open, pour, shake, drink. My kids love Ruby because it tastes so good. And when in your life are you going to get this many fruits and vegetables in just one serving? Like I get to eat my McKee berries. Trust me on this one. Try it once and you will not regret it. Your kids won't even complain that they have to drink it. It's that good. And you won't regret going to goruby.com and using code Adam15 to get 15% off your purchase. That's goruby, G O R U V I.com, and use code Adam15 for 15% off your purchase. All right, we're back here with Coach Everett Gray. Ev, not Mr. Gray. Oh, boy. I <laughs> uh, just heard about his, uh, you know, playing career and, you know, choosing a school and how he ended up in Utah. I, I love hearing people's backstories and origin stories. I think mm -hmm. it's, I think it's really important. So thanks. Thanks a ton for sharing that. So now you're here, you're helping out over at Corner Canyon. Um, you know, that's a, that's a, obviously a school that I think nobody's writing off obviously in, mm -hmm. in 6A, but you had some struggles early on yeah. and, um, you know, you brought, you got some, some new kids over there and, and Brighton and Noah and Darrell and, um, and then, you know, you had the injury with Brody, but it seems like you guys are hitting your stride now at the right time. We're starting to figure out, we had a tough schedule, you know, coach line, we, we, we play everybody. We play, I think we played the Lakers and the Clippers twice, but it, it just seems <laughs> on like, a back to back, right? We see, yeah. it just seems like that, but coach does a great job, but we, we set that schedule up knowing that we're going to have Brody, but Brody has that, um, that car accident mm -hmm. broke his collarbone. So it changed up a little stuff, but the, the kids played okay. I mean, they, we got blown out once out of those, out of the games that Brody wasn't there, but the games we did lose, it was close and close games, but that was just some leadership stuff that happened, but we're starting to figure it out now. I think we won six or seven or seven or eight or something like that. Yeah. And uh, having Brody back obviously put everybody back into their into their roles and takes a lot of pressure off of a few other kids that can get some some free open looks with yeah. Brody on the floor. No doubt, no doubt. I, I mean, it makes a ton of sense. And you know, anytime you add a top, I don't know what he is, top fifty player nationally, top one hundred player, I think, yeah, on top, top one hundred player USC commit. Mm -hmm. um, that's that's going to help. It's going to help your team. And you know, he has a game. Obviously, you know it a lot more intimately than I would, mm -hmm. but just in watching him, he certainly has a game that is able to fit in and other people can fit around him. You know, he's not like mm -hmm. some, you know, hyper ball dominant oh. guard or something that just totally changes how the game is played. Um, he does have an ability to, you know, impress himself upon the game and, and let the game come to him, which I think is is a really rare trait. So, yeah, you can't really speed him up. He plays at his own speed at his own pace and he's a willing passer you know some kids are out there they, they only pass when they have to yeah and not him if you're open he'll give you the ball um and that's what i love about him he's just 
everybody loves to be around him and he's just a solid player and a solid kid well if you want to know the kind of players i like to watch mm -hmm. you can see uh, i got my andre miller russian oh. nesting doll set right here and my nikola Jokic characters so mm -hmm. i i mean obviously i'm a big nuggets fan yeah. but also i really love players that make each other better they're willing passers and they get excited about passing so that's cool to hear um I, do you guys play harriman this week is that um no we only play we play riverton friday so everyone has a bye so okay we don't we don't play until friday we play at riverton at riverton yeah okay. a pretty good team they're yeah playing well yeah they have been and uh i think they've they've certainly come out and surprised some people well, I wore my, I didn't even, I forgot I had this shirt. Mm -hmm. Ev, my shirt says Rebelicious. Okay. Um, nice, nice. And I forgot I even had it. It's uh, my friend, shout out to Dale Dupree. He runs this thing called the Sales Rebellion. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I was like, I got to, I got to rock this shirt. Because right. we're going to talk a little bit about the Rebels. And mm -hmm. so tell me about this, this, the, the club that, how long has it been around? And it's obviously got to be affiliated mm -hmm. with UNLV. And I mean, not affiliated, right. but it's just the name. It's a name. So we started, uh, myself, uh, Darius Beard, and Myron Sims, we started it um, in 07. Mm. And we just, it was a whim how we started. A parent came to me and was like, hey, what are you doing? You want to coach a team down in Vegas? And so um, we go down and take, and we had um, a really good team. First first time ever coaching AAU basketball, we go down to Vegas for, and we end up losing in the quarterfinals. To Derek Williams. I don't know if you remember Derek Williams that went to Arizona. Arizona, yeah. He's the second pick in the draft, I think. We lost by two then. We had a shot at the end. So we had a um we had a seven footer that ended up going to Southern Illinois. Off it was we only had the team for like two months. We had two D one kids and a couple D two kids. And then we had another kid named Marcus Durant that went to Murray. And uh, the thing is that, Adam, we're not just your typical club. Like we're like a family. Like I, I just talked to Marcus. He's in his early thirties, living in um, Santa Cruz, California. Um, successful doing his thing. Home of the banana slugs. There you go. Yeah, yeah. So he's uh he went to Pacific and I'm going to a JUCO. Because some of our kids at with the Rebels, sometimes their path is a little bit different than others. And uh, we do have fortunate. We have kids that go straight to D1, but sometimes they got to go to a ju JUCO for sure. a year. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I like all kids in Utah. I will help all kids. Everybody knows that. A lot of college coaches call me about other kids and other programs because a lot of these a lot of these guys are my friends or they were UNLV fans growing up. And uh, when you when you get cut by 15 different NBA teams, you tend to have a lot of friends, <laughs> right? So I have a lot of relationships around the country. Um, I always uh, – I don't talk – negative about other programs we just do it a little bit different uh, i like what the utah prospects are doing with tim davis and those guys um I, i'm really i'm not close but i'm i'm cordial with uh dave hammer he does a great job with metro mm -hmm. and, and byron wilson is coming up and sean green with uh with his club now team utah yeah team utah because he was with the other – I'm not going to say the other one, but yeah. he was with the other team. So we talk, Sean and I talk. Um, even my guy at Next Level up in Logan, uh, Jimmy Moore and, yeah. and Jalen Moore, they call for advice for me. when they Jalen started. was a heck of a player. Yes, he was. Yeah. Call for, I helped him when he started his – his. Uh, I think I, I helped him with his New Balance deal too. So I'm all for trying to make it make it work for everyone and, and, um, and the kids. And people, they think I'm mean all the time, but once they get to know me – um they see the other side of me i love it um and it, i mean honestly that's what that, 
I, I've always been that way. I mean, I've had uh, from from like a, a business perspective. So mm-hmm. like I don't do this full time. Shockingly, you don't. I don't make my living off of a Utah high school basketball podcast. Um, but I spend a lot of time trying to help people find jobs. I've referred you know, other companies to other competitors mm-hmm. because it's just the right thing to do. And so I think, you know, uh, it's it's easier when you're together. And mm-hmm. especially in a state like Utah, I think it's important because we have so, I, I think we have so many good players that are now, maybe not just now. Mm-hmm. I, I don't mean to say that because I don't, I don't know the history of Utah high school mm-hmm. basketball. I just know the immediate history, which is, we seem to be getting more and more on the map as a, as a state with talent. And so, you know, I, to me, that just seems like, well, why wouldn't we all be working together for the betterment mm-hmm. of the, of the players, right. You know, get players in the right situation. So I, I, I think that's, it's a breath of fresh air, honestly. Yeah. I just, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's a lot of, uh, tournaments around the country. I said majority of the tournaments say, Hey, you guys, you guys always get along. The kids, all all the kids play well. I mean, like with the prospects and and like I told you before earlier, it's a lot of good kids to go around. They can't have all of them, right? Right. So we do a pretty good job with our guys. Um, we get them, we get them where they need to go. Get them in college, and and I have a personal relationship with a lot of these coaches because I, some of these coaches I rode bikes with growing up in L.A. and got chased by other gang members, <laughs> but it was you know part of our part of our deal but i'm happy for every all the programs that's that's um out there and um hopefully they can continue to their success well then let's talk about yours because i think mm-hmm. that i think it's beautiful and um and, and i agree mm-hmm. uh i mean i've had tim davis on the podcast uh you know sean and tim will certainly come on mm-hmm. and talk about team utah cena wants to come on and we'll mm-hmm. see what he wants to talk about oh, no <laughs> um you know i mean hector and mm-hmm. so I, I i mean hold on and by the way, you had Hector on last week, right? A I don't even, weeks ago, I don't I remember, remember, yeah. But he we won a state championship together at at Summit Academy. Uh-huh. What we went through, a lot of people don't know. But I'm not gonna kick a dead horse, but he him and I I wouldn't I would have had any this is all on Hector. He he made me made my job much easier and I don't think I've ever thanked him, but I think I, I know I have, but I'm I'm doing it in front of everyone. Mm that listen but if it weren't for Hector I don't know if we would have won a a state championship and three region championship and put a bunch of kids and into college and Hector does all the little things finding little scholarships for kids and and grants and all that stuff that uh, he's a good dude even though he can't hoop he can't oh all right I don't know I've never played I've never played against you but you dropped 30 on heck I will all right Hector let's make it happen um all right well let's talk about let's talk about the rebels mm-hmm. and um is this the first you know EYBL EYCL Nike team from Utah or no so okay UBC had it 10 years ago okay so they had it for two years they struggled a little bit and then they went away the thing about and 10 years ago a good friend of mine now he's a one of the assistant general managers for the Jazz Chuck Terrell he flew in because he was working with Nike at the time. And he was like, dude, I got to take you to lunch. We went to lunch. We sat down. He's like, I, I want to give the deal to you, but we got to go with UBC. And I was like, all right. But he gave me a, like a little side deal through um, East Bay with Nike. So that that's how it, 
that's how they it was here for two years and but they didn't win any games so that was a problem the zero hmm? they won zero games? no they won oh I they won they, like you gotta win another thing too the thing about nike and eybl you gotta have a pro or you gotta have at least four d1 kids on your team that's just four or five all of them gotta be d1 mm-hmm. um so um it, to keep the deal you gotta win yeah right be competitive so the reason why so let me give you this this is a crazy story let me hear it so two years ago three years ago i had a deal with eybl with this other group i had to work with these other guys i'm not going to put their name out there but i had to work with these other guys and i had to change like come up with a new name so it was the syndicate actually i came up with the name i was just joking around because i was listening to a bust around song and it was a syndicate <laughs> so I was like, that'd be cool, cool, pretty cool for a name. So you went, anyway, you want flip mode on it? Yeah, I went flip mode. All right. So then um we got the deal. Um, it was an independent deal on EYBL, and I couldn't work with those other two guys. Uh it's everybody does it a little bit different. I just couldn't work. I backed out, I let them handle it, and they didn't win one game. I think they won one game in one year. So they you don't win games, you're out. out. Yeah. So um Fast forward, I, but I talked to Nike, two people, and it was like, I said, I, I can't work with these guys. It's all good. We've been doing independent. We get kids into college. We've been doing pretty well. So fast forward to the All-Star game here. I get a call from Nike. Hey, can you come down to John Morant's shoe launching? We need to talk to you. Okay. This is last around this time last year. I meet with them down there, and um. They said, hey, can you just play on our this marquee hoops? It's part of Nike, but we just want you to we want your program in there. We'll take care of you. And I said, sure. We played about four. We played about three tournaments last year, Adam, on it. Did well. Um, and then fast forward, I just got a phone call about two months ago or maybe a month and a half ago. And it was from the main guy from Grassroots, John Soval. He said, hey, you want to be part of EYBL and EYCL? I was like, yeah. Sure. So, <laughs> did you commit kind of, faster? Did you commit faster to that than you did to UNLV? Um, no. <laughs> no. I mean, I had to listen to what what the deal was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was um, it was it's good for Utah. Um, it's gonna you know the the issue I have is, you know, everybody is kind of your best friend now, right? You know, so, but it's good for Utah. Um, we're gonna have like you said, we're gonna have a tryout. It was great for our program. We've been doing it the right way for 17 years and like i said it's um we just find kids adam that that um a little diamonds in the rough you know we do have some kids that come over from other programs um but when that happens we say hey you make sure you call your right club and we're not trying to steal players but we develop we develop we don't just roll the balls out we actually coach your kid Mm. and teach them how to play and teach them how to the infamous push-ups everybody knows about my infamous push-ups like we make sure you clean your room up because eventually you're going to be in college eventually you're going to be a husband right so we want you guys to be good good players and good players on the court and good dudes off the floor i love it um i was talking to a a high school pretty pretty high level high school coach the other day and and they were talking about how you know they have a mix they have mixed feelings about aau because they say you know some of our kids go off and they come back in June and it's like, you, you got worse because mm-hmm. there's not that, that development that you're talking about. Right. It's like, mm-hmm. let's just get the best kids or we'll get, we'll get the best kids that we can get. Right. And then we'll just kind of roll the ball out. And we don't do that. And, and what was funny 
is I noticed that because last year was kind of the first year for for me to be out witnessing this stuff because I didn't play high level AAU mm-hmm. um, at all. Like that's not that was and and you could tell the teams where it's like their layup line good, but they're not you mm-hmm. know they're not coached, they're not taught how to play the game. It's right. just like they got athletes, but you know they got they got bounced by forty in some right. games because mm-hmm. they play a team who knows how to play. So right. I'm sure you get out there and and you know, get out on these, on these circuits and they look at our, but you know, we got sides, we got some guys, but you can always tell on the layup line and our guys go, did you see that coach? I'm like, yeah. Well, yeah. And we beat them by 30. Right. They don't know what, hit. but now I, we can't sneak up on people anymore sure. because people know how we play. And let me give you an example. We, um, we played a team called you play out of Canada. They had shade and sharp. I don't know the, the guy from, yeah, he's in the blazers now went to Kentucky. So we played him at Gorman main court of semifinals. We beat him by 15. Shading comes over to me and he goes, Hey, what circuit you on? I said, We on the circuit of kicking <laughs> EYBL teams, you know what circuit? Yeah. You guys are not on the circuit? No, we're not on the circuit. But you guys wear Nike. I'm like, that you can buy Nike anywhere. You can <laughs> anybody can go buy Nike, dude. <laughs> so it was hilarious, but he was he was a good sport. But um but it's it's all it's a lot of programs, a lot of good Utah kids. Like you know Utah prospects. They won it last year. The yeah. stripes, but they was really good. A really good team, and and uh, but you know, it's, like I said, it's a bunch of good teams. And and uh, the other thing too, I can tell you something. We was in Miami. Okay, playing a team, and uh, you took your town. Ta- you took the Rebel talents to South. Oh, we go everywhere. We yeah, we in the streets. Oh yeah, <laughs> we in the streets. So I don't play here. It's a waste of time. I want kids to play against people that don't look like them. Right. That's how you're gonna get better if you yep. at the next level. Yep. So the guy from we play Ray Allen's team, his son's team. He's coaching. He's like, E, I already told him these white kids can play. So t- <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm glad we beat him by 35. He comes over, he's like, I I tried to warn him. No one from Utah is gonna take their bring their kid all of, their team all the way to Miami if you think they're gonna get smacked. Yep. And that's what he told his kids. So um, and we end up getting been beaten up by 30 something, but. Um, it was, you know, it's our kids are not afraid when the room gets dark, if you know what I mean. Yep. Yep. I hear you. It's, uh, yeah, that's, it's, it's one of those things, right? Like you said, if, if your goal is to just like, you know, incrementally get better at basketball, play varsity basketball, mm-hmm. you probably don't need to go out. And I mean, you, you can go, you can go out and travel and you get better. Mm-hmm. But like, if your goal is to play basketball beyond Utah varsity basketball, which mm-hmm. is still really high level, I'm not knocking that at all, by the right. way. It's still hard to do, mm-hmm. um, but if that's your goal, yeah. then you got you got to get out and play outside of Utah because it's a bit, it's a little bit of a bubble here. Well, you know, Utah's a dynamic is a little bit different too. So I always go to states where um, I know Utah kids want to go. They always Pacific Northwest, obviously Utah, but West. Occasionally, we go back east, you know, and play. We go to Kansas City every most every the last two years we've been to Kansas City, mm-hmm. but the only reason why we go to Kansas City is because the Midwest schools, the, the mid majors, are recruiting a lot of our guys. So we really like to go Omaha, Nebraska, yeah, Lincoln, Nebraska. So not too far, um, but uh, it's just some. And don't sleep kids. on the Midwest either. There's yeah. some really good basketball clubs there. The it's Iowa really Barnstormers good and yep. some- Wisconsin Playmakers. Mm-hmm. They always got dudes. Um, you know, there's team. I mean, teams from Iowa, South mm-hmm. Dakota, Minnesota is producing Minnesota lots of pros. Elite. Yep, they're really good. I mean, like I love going to. We going to Omaha this year too, Adam, and 
I always ask for the great, the best games, and everybody requests us. They want because they know you're gonna get a good game. I love it. Kids. Well, you got tryouts. You said coming up mm-hmm. for is it is it 15, 16, 17? You yeah. Okay. All three. Um, March. Yep. Is it March 9th at Corner Canyon? Okay. And uh, we'll send out some more stuff on social. And um, if you want to, if you think you can make it, and uh, so there'll be some kids that got cut at their high school, but that doesn't mean you're not good because Adam, I didn't make my junior high, I got cut every year. So in junior high, yeah, I never played junior high basketball. But granted, the 10 that played on in front of me, they're all played division one basketball, five of them played in NBA. So it was tough breaking there's, that. There's levels to it. <laughs> levels, you know, like Mick Mel said, there's levels to this. Exactly. Well, coach, uh, I appreciate you uh, coming here in studio. Second, Hector beat you, but you're the second guest. Okay. Nice. Come, come in studio. So it would be Hector. It would be. It would be Hector. I uh, appreciate you stopping by. Everyone, make sure you follow uh, the Rebels on, on Instagram and, um, I don't know, Twitter and all the, all the socials. Right. Um, pay attention to their tryouts and, uh, you know, just follow them. Listen, we should all be pulling for each other. Share, share the stuff. If your kid doesn't play for them, that's fine. Right. Just promote them, and let's uh, a rising rising tide lifts all boats. So, I uh, appreciate you coming through, Ev, mm-hmm. and um, we'll uh, we'll certainly see you around. Yep, thank you. All right, see ya.